Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daf Differently. My name is Sarah Shulman. Today we'll be studying Daf 8 Amoed Katan. We really get in today about what the question of what is the essence of Simcha and what is its relationship to Cholamoed, to the festival week, and to other parts of our life, even including death. We begin with a Mishnah that's attributed to Rabbi Meir, that says, The Odomar Rabbi Meir, Milaket Adam Matzmot Avivimo, Mipne Shesimchahilo. So that Rabbi Meir says, said that a person may collect the bones of his father and mother because it is a simcha to him. Well, what is a simcha? Is it the collecting of bones and the process of mourning even for his parents? Or is it cholamoed? Or is it a combination of them? Then it's Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Lo ye'orer adam almeto velo yas pidenu kodem l'regel shloshim yom. Rabbi Yossi says it is, it's an occasion of mourning for him. A person should not stir up wailing for his dead, nor hold a lamentation for him 30 days before a feast. And the Gemara goes on to explore the idea of simchachi. It is a joy to him. And it talks about that one who gathers his father's or mother's bones holds himself in mourning for them all day, but in the evening he does not hold himself in mourning for them, so distinguishing between day and night. Ravkista commented that even if he tied up the bones in a sheet, then it would be a joy for him. And Abayi says the joyness of the festival prevails with him. So we sort of have this exploration of why it is this simchachi, which I think is really interesting. We tend to really sort of separate the joy out of mourning, but there's sort of an interesting conflation here when we're mourning during Chol Moed, the relationship of joy to, to, to mourning. Oftentimes I've led or been at a shiva minyan or preparing for a funeral in which people or my own family is reflecting on the stories of one's father or mother or whoever the deceased person was and it brings up memories of joy of great times and even the process of mourning and honoring one's parents or another loved one can actually can actually be one of joy and yet there are certain things we shouldn't do we shouldn't stir up the wailers what does this mean Rob said in Palestine that it was customary that whenever these professional lamenters comes around, um, people would say, 
you know, come, come weep with me. Sort of stirring up those like-minded people, in this case are actually professional people, that would actually lament with someone. So we actually get here that on the one hand, while there's a real emphasis on mourning and there's making room for this beautiful custom of carrying one's bones, which was a custom um, that was done, at the same time, one needs to prioritize one's responsibility to God, to the temple, one's spiritual journey above sometimes some of the grieving mourning during the festival week. That by not hiring a lamenter, by putting some things aside, we can still honor our father and mother or whoever has passed away in our own grieving journey, and yet we can hold our, our responsibility at this time, this high responsibility we have to, to really honor to God and to honor the simcha, the happiness of the festival, which can be seen through mourning. This same theme about the simcha of the festival, which is really key um, for us, comes up later in the same daf when we're talking about whether or not one can take a wife during the festival week. There's a mission that says one may not take a wife during the festival week, whether a virgin or a widow, nor in effect a Leverite marriage, as it is, it is also simcha. It's rejoicing for the groom. And we can't have simcha on simcha. But one may remarry, sort of like return his, accept his, his divorced wife, and a woman may do her adornments, may put on her makeup during the festival week. Rabbi Judah says that she may not use this lime, this sort of plaster makeup, as that it is a temporary disfigurement to her. An ordinary person sews in the usual way, but a craftsman sews a tuck stitch, and the cords and the bed frames may be interlaced. Rabbi Yossi says they may only be tightened. So we're still getting back to separating out the simcha of the festival from the other simcha in our lives. So we're not allowed to get married during this time because we can't have simcha on simcha. Rabbi Eliezer said that this is, it's barred, these weddings, because one rejoicing can't merge into another rejoicing. That we might abandon the rejoicing of the festival, Rav Huna says, and busy ourselves with the rejoicing in a new marriage, as in taking on a new wife. This is an interesting thing to think about. On the one hand, we want the festival to be this joyous time. We want to be able to really make it the most simcha that it can be. And yet, what we learn here is that the essence of simcha has to come from the spiritual journey, from the practices itself, from the holiday itself of the festival week, and not from the adornments or the extra happiness that might come from the circumstances of other, other human beings in our lives. So while other people may add to our joy, 
we shouldn't add structures in our life or let structures in our life intrude too much that will take over our responsibility to have this really be a simcha that's based on religious practice, spiritual practice, and our relationship to the Jewish calendar and to God. I hope you enjoyed this session Adopt Differently, and I hope it helps you think about the essence of these holiday times and how they can be a time of joy for us and how maybe they can also help us understand finding joy in other difficult times such as mourning in our lives. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daft Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.